Today on the 1012 Podcast, myself, Chris, and Daniel are making picks for every week 13 Big 12 game. It's the last week of the regular season. We're going to have a lot of fun, be a little sad. Hey, y'all, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the family, the friends, and the food. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the 10-12, the podcast that covers all 14 teams in the Big 12 Conference, plus Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. We are the flagship show of the 10-12 Network. You can find every show in the network at 1012network.com. That's T-E-N, the number 12, the word network. And of course, we are partners with Sports Social, Europe's biggest sports podcast network. I am your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us. On this Thursday, oh, I'm sorry, Wednesday, forgive me, Wednesday, because we're putting this one out a day early because of the Thanksgiving holiday. I, I want to give you plenty of time. Maybe you're on the road on Wednesday. You're going to be driving to see family. I'm a dad. I drive. I know how you all also feel in that situation. It's a great opportunity to have something to listen to on the way to mom's house, grandma's house, wherever it is you're going for this Thanksgiving holiday. You can just pop it a little 10, 12 and listen to myself. And the two guys I make picks with every week uh, help help make the drive a little bit sweeter. Those two guys, of course, are our pro picker himself, the guy with the data and the stats, Daniel Alexander. What's up? Happy to be here. Let's grind. Uh, uh, well, what do we got? One, two, three more. Three more pick shows here, and it's coming down to the wire. So curious to see where we land. This season never lasts long enough the end always gets here too soon uh the other man who joins us every week he is the lgg og himself he is chris ross yeah i am definitely not the professional picker um and it might be coming down on the wire but i am not involved in that race this is uh in this season but yeah it's wild how fast it goes by right it's uh i feel like it i mean i don't know if it's aging and your and your memory goes or whatever but it, i just feel like we were just doing this for the first time this season a couple of weeks ago. It's wild. It, it, you get to the beginning of the season, and there's just like so much ahead of you. And, man, the season mm-hmm. goes by like that. We're the last week of the regular season. Championship weekend is next weekend. And then we've got bowl games. So, as, as Daniel mentioned, we've got three picks episodes left with the three of us. This week, next week, we'll take a week off, and then we'll have picks for every single Big 12 bowl game. 
which the Big 12 games are going to start day one, December 16th, with the first bowl games. Like they're the Independence Bowl is on December 16th at Saturday. The Big 12 is very it has partnered with that bowl game. It's very likely the Big 12 will have a team in that bowl game. So I mean, we're going to have picks right away. Sometimes we're like, well, we'll wait a little bit longer. Nope. Got to go out. Got to be that week. Got to be up in time for that December 16th day. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's and I, I hate that this is almost over. I do. Um, but, you know, that's okay. Well, just gives us something else to look forward to at the start of next year as well. So, look, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope you're having a good holiday. Let's, uh, let's recap what happened last week. Let's get that out of the way. Let's rip off the Band-Aid for two of you. Uh, I won last week. Finally, a nice rebound week for myself. I went five and three, hit on West Virginia minus six and a half for Cincinnati, hit on TCU minus 12 and a half versus Baylor, hit on the under 60 in UCF Texas Tech, hit on the under or the over 56 and a half in Kansas State, Kansas, and hit on the Iowa under 30 and a half. <laughs> Should have been doing those all year. Uh, misses were the over 56 and a half in BYU, OU, uh, miss on the under 60 in Houston, Oklahoma State. And Iowa State plus seven and a half versus Texas. So five and three for the week brings me to 51 and 48 on the season. Not in the lead. The lead belongs to the man who came in second last week. Three and five for Daniel. Hit on the over 54 in West Virginia, Cincinnati. Hit on UCF plus three versus Texas Tech. Of course, Texas Tech only won by one point. And hit on the UTEP plus seven and a half versus, I believe that was Middle Tennessee. The misses were the over 56 and a half in BYU, Oklahoma, over or the Baylor plus 13 versus TCU, Houston plus seven versus Oklahoma State, Kansas State minus eight versus Kansas, and the over 47 in Iowa State, Texas, three and five on the week. You have a one game lead at 52 and 47, sir. A one game lead, man. That's that's right where we want it. I had a little bit of bad luck, I feel like. Uh, two of those early overs, they were they were looking really good. That first uh Baylor, uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, like, BYU, Oklahoma. Sorry. Yeah, I mean that that thing looked like the overhead. Baylor was just flat out wrong. Uh, Houston felt alive for a second, just wrong. Like we said, that third stringer for Kansas. Hey, just got to tip your cap. You know that kid played hard. Kept Kansas in the number. Three and five. What are you going to do on the next week? Try to hold the lead. Let's roll. And reminder: the under, I believe, is now nine. Has has hit nine straight Iowa State versus Texas games. <laughs> yes, it it is yeah. On a nine-zero streak in Iowa State, Texas. So uh, it, it did not have to come to an end. It has just ended now because they won't play anymore. Chris uh, went two and six last week. Hit on the West Virginia minus six and a half for Cincinnati, and hit on Texas minus seven and a half versus Iowa State. Uh, misses were OU minus twenty-four. Baylor plus 13, Houston plus seven, Texas Tech minus two and a half. That one's a stinger. You get the Texas Tech win, but only by a point. Uh, Kansas State minus eight and Coastal Carolina minus four against Army. They lost that game. It's hard to play the military academies. It's just hard to play the academy schools. Two and six was the week, 43 and 56 for the season, sir. Yeah, you know, just a trash season. I, I joke that... I come into this pretty unprepared. I just, you know, kind of pick and apply the moment. But the truth is, I look at the games, you know, on Tuesdays, you know, uh, spend some time on Wednesday and then make the picks Wednesday night. So I do have a pretty good idea. I, I've looked at a, a lot of different things. Um, I look at efficiencies a lot. And and I don't I don't get it. I I feel like I haven't been – I feel like the, the reads have been okay. Um, not 100%, but, but good enough. The picks have been – on paper, that makes sense. 
I should have won the majority of them. I didn't. Throwing in the towel. This week, I am truly, I mean it when I say it. I, I don't even know what the lines are going into this. I have no idea. Well, I'm going to tell you as we go along. Do not worry, because we do this the same way every week. We go in chronological order. So I'm going to ask you guys, are you ready to do this? Ready to rock. As ready as I've been every other week, apparently. <laughs> Make some picks, boys. The other reason I'm glad we're doing this a day early is because we have two games on Friday. We kick this off with the first of the two Friday games, Oklahoma facing off against TCU, 11 a.m. on Fox. TCU needs this win. They need that sixth win for bowl eligibility. Alas, they would be the first team since Texas in 09-2010 to reach the championship game and then not make a bowl game the following season. Meanwhile, Oklahoma is still technically in the race for the Big 12 title, the Big 12 championship game. We don't know how all the tiebreakers will break down. I'm sure the Big 12 will give us another update on either Friday at the end of the day or Saturday morning before games kick off once we know what happens between Oklahoma and TCU and, of course, Texas, Texas Tech. So a lot on the line for both of these teams. Oklahoma at this point looks like a lock for the Alamo Bowl, assuming they win against Arizona. That's one we should all be certain. Like all the bowl projections, Alamo Bowl is like, it is OU Arizona, OU Arizona, OU Arizona, OU Arizona. So we will all become diehard uh, Bearcats fans. I'm sorry, OU. I just like, it's it's going to happen. So let's get to the game itself. Oklahoma, roughly a 10-point favorite. There are some 9.5s and some 10.5s, depending upon uh, where you would like to go there. Total is at 63. I am first because I won. So... I'll just start off with this. Like, I don't have a lot of notes on all the games because I'm on vacation with family. Here's my thought process. Um, Don't let TCU blowing out Baylor give you a false sense of where TCU's at. Baylor is that bad. Oklahoma struggled on the road at BYU. It's fine. BYU's better at home. OU's been kind of up and down, and you lost Dylan Gabriel at halftime. Jackson Arnold came in to start for OU. At this point, I would be shocked if Jackson Arnold isn't the starting quarterback this week because they said upper body injury. If they've updated that, I haven't seen it. Sorry. My guess is, basing on the video, that that was a concussion. And if Dylan Gabriel was concussed, I highly doubt he's going to be back on the field less than a week later. So most likely it's Jackson Arnold versus TCU. But OU is going to be at home. Like, OU is going to be at home. It's going to be senior day. It's the last game of the regular season. Like, I just, I think this will probably be a game that OU covers. Like, I just, I don't love TCU. Oklahoma's defense has been up and down. But, like, it's the last game of the year at home. I know it's a short week. Maybe Jackson Arnold makes some mistakes. I don't think they're going to ask too much of him. And I think the defense is going to step up and play pretty well. So I can get OU at nine and a half. I've got that at a few different places. I see Caesars has a nine and a half. I know FanDuel has a nine and a half. And someone else has it, but I don't know what that place is. But that's two. And two typically is enough for us. So I'm going to take the Sooners minus nine and a half at home. Every every metric that has posted so far that I follow between SP Plus, Room 44, TSI, Beta Rank, FEI, and Kelly Ford all have OU covering at least a 10-point spread. So at 9.5, 
less than a, less than 10, I'll take the Sooners. Daniel? Man, it's a tough one. I really – I don't know what to think of Oklahoma having to cover 10 points at home on the road. I know Dylan Gabriel's out, but Sonny just – At home on the road? Uh, excuse me, uh, at home at home after coming back from being on the road. You know, last game, just come home. Backup quarterback has to come in and play the whole game. Um, Sonny Dykes, though, I just don't love – I don't love him on short weeks, and I don't love him as a double-digit dog. I mean, there's no no real sample here. Sonny Dykes on a short week is 0-3 against the spread. No matter what the spread is, he's, he just doesn't cover, so he's 0-3 there. Double-digit dog is a visitor in his career. He's three and six. Um, I mean, I know some lines are nine and a half. Uh, you know, the stuff I run runs it against Circa, which is 10. So, you know, I'm looking at Sonny right now as a double-digit dog coming in on a short week. I don't know how much I'm buying into any sort of like TCU needs to win for a bowl game or, you know, I just don't know. Right. I have no idea what the locker rooms are like leading up to those things or Oklahoma needing to stay in the race for the championship. I think that might have a little more weight than a bowl game, but I'm not a coach. I got no clue. I got a side with Oklahoma here, but I don't love it. So um, my raw line is Oklahoma minus 13. So there's some edge there. I don't know what it is. It's just feels like this game stinks in some way. Feels like it's going to be close for some reason. Oklahoma wins by four. Oklahoma wins by seven. That's what my gut says, but I got to go to, with my working numbers and back Oklahoma here. We're fading TCU. Chris, you're both Oklahoma, right? Yeah, set it up for you, you man. Yeah, yeah. All you're right. right, man. You don't even got to work. Start out with the with a good one here. You know, hey, it's OU's last game in the Big Twelve. You know, it's uh, they're not going to the title. They have no chance. They're done. You know, after a decade of reign of the Big Twelve, they uh, they trashed it on the way out. Didn't even didn't even get to close it out. Off to the SEC, uh, greener pastures. I'm I'm sure. I uh, I fully believe that they will in no way become mediocre over the next twenty years. Congratulations to Sooner fans. Uh, TCU. I mean, listen, they're just not good enough right now. But I do think they're going to throw everything out the window for this game and just go for broke, try to get the win. It's going to be weird in Norman. It's going to be senior day. It's an interesting line. I really want to take TCU to get the cover. A gut feeling says Oklahoma does cover this. Um, but let's not pretend that they're not without their struggles. They, they've got a couple of wins in a row, but they're not without their struggles. I mean, BYU 31 to 24. What was that? Oh, man. And, yes, Dylan Gabriel's out, but Jackson Arnold, he looked good. And he's got a quarterback name, so, you know, there's that one. All right, so all I'd say, you know what, let's go over. Take the over. I feel like there's going to be some points in this one. Oh, we got an over. All right, best one I can get you, I think, is going to be 63. Let me confirm. Yeah, best I can do is over 63. Um, it is yours. All right, moving on down. We got one more Friday game, potentially the final meeting, though I do think they'll find a way to get it on the schedule between Texas and Texas Tech. Texas locks up a Big 12 title game berth with a win at home versus Texas Tech, who has locked up their bowl game with the win against UCF last week. So at this point, what they're just playing for is spoilers and maybe a better bowl spot. 
Game is at 6.30 p.m. on ABC. As of right now, the Texas Longhorns are 13-point favorites. Total is at 54, although there's some 53 and a half, if that is something you want to use to your advantage. Daniel, you're up first, sir. What would you like? This is sort of a fascinating game in the betting sense because since this line opened on Sunday, um, Texas Tech has taken tons of the bets and almost all the money. And, you know, this isn't something where a team's taking a lot of money and bets are sort of 50-50. It's like everyone's betting Texas Tech. Uh, opened 14 at Circa. It's uh, 13 now. There might be a little rogue, 12 and a half here and there popping out. Um, so it's interesting how the line has come down. My raw line is Texas minus 14 right where they opened it. That just stinks to me. Well, I mean, what is everyone? Everyone's sort of hoping that Texas Tech can pull this off. They're sort of the last hope to get the upset win here and mess things up. I mean, I don't know. You guys know the scenarios a little better than I do walking into these, but something seems weird that everybody's all over Texas Tech to cover the spread. Uh, that just feels fishy to me. Feels like a little bit of a fish line. Like we, when we had West Virginia the other week when they were minus 10 and went out to minus 12, I think that was against, was it that against BYU like two weeks ago? It was just a giant weird line. Anyway, this feels the same way. I'm taking Texas minus, if I have some 12 and a half, I'll take them if they're, if they're reputable books. Um, um, so let's do some shopping. Uh, I know Circus hanging a 13 right now. Bet online's got a 13. Mirage has a 12 and a half. Uh, if they're the only fan duel and MGM and hard let's go. Rock all 12, 12 and a half. Oh, hard rock. Come on. There's, there's, there's no one more official. Let's go. <laughs> 12 and a half. Give it to me, Chris. All right. You know, another one. On the way out, except for they will probably play another Big 12 game. So, Texas, uh, just for the clarity, I mean, I hope kind of Texas wins this only because, you know, that will make the, the tiebreak way less confusing. But, man, Texas Tech, again, I think there's another game where they're going to throw kind of everything out the window. Um, they're going to go for broke. Nothing's off the table. Um, this feels like a, a Crabtree moment, right? Crabtree tiptoeing down the sidelines. It feels like Texas Tech could still the win here. Uh, ooh, that's going to be tough. I just want the Texas fans to keep thinking about that Crabtree moment real quick here. Dude, I do not like the line. The line's two scores. Holy smokes. All right, let's do... Again, I mean, I just feel like these. I mean, Texas Tech's going to go for. I feel like there's going to be a bit more scoring. If that over under is 54 and a half, I'll, I'll go over. Chris in here with totals. <laughs> now shake it up. He's got to. He's got to mix up the mojo a little Nothing bit. Nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, you, you're just like TCU and well, TCU needs a ball game. Texas Tech, just nothing to lose. Just throw it all. Uh, look, every beta rank is the only projection that doesn't have Texas covering 12 and a half points. My SP plus has Texas by 17 and a half room 44 by 16 tissue by 14, by almost 15 FEI by 16 Kelly Ford by 15 and a half. Uh, beta has got an 8.72. Pretty much everyone has Texas covered. And I think they probably should like, I like it's, it's great for Texas tech. Um, I'm glad that Baron Morton is the guy moving forward. Tyler Shuck entering the transfer portal. He's going to leave. 
It's Baron Morton show. I think they've been far more stable with Baron Morton so far this season. Like I think Texas should cover. And I'm, I think that's probably what I'm going to go. I do want to comment on the total. Um, uh, a, I think this line is going to keep dropping, first of all. I think th- it would not shock me if Texas is, if it's Texas minus 12 by like kickoff on Saturday. That wouldn't shock me. Also, the total, I want to take the under so bad in this game. Texas is three and eight to the under this season. Texas Tech is four and seven to the under this season. Everybody projects this total to go under or hit 54 that I can pull totals for. Everybody. But it's close, and it's still a low total, even at 54. That it scares me off of that one. So, Daniel, for the second straight game, we agree, sir. Texas right. minus 12 and a half. I just – I it's the, it's senior day. It's the last game of the season. And I think Texas is going to walk into this game knowing what they have to do, coming out, playing just absolutely sound football, and winning this convincingly. Like I, Texas Tech's been up and down and whatnot. It's fun, but like, it just it kind of reminds me of the Baylor game last year. Like, oh, could could it? No. Like, I just I I think this is Texas is going to come in here, know what they have to get done, know that Brett Yarmark is going to be there because he made the comment at in Lubbock before the season. Know that every Big Twelve fan is sitting here like, come on, Texas Tech, all the stuff that's going up. Know that Texas Tech fans are jacked for this. Like, I just think Texas is going to come in here and go nah, and just beat them and so i i'm i'm gonna take texas i i chris i, I hope you're right um i fear this game will go to the under but I, i'm i'm more comfortable with texas as far as the side goes here with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. Saturday. Saturday. Five games for us on Saturday. The first one. Can I can I just say it's not a not a great crop of games. Like I'm not going to complain about college football in the final week of the regular season, but it's not the best collection of matchups. 11 a.m. FS1 on Saturday, UCF hosting Houston. UCF still one win away from bowl eligibility. That would be a big thing for them in year one, especially considering kind of. Where they were a while ago, it didn't really feel like they were going to reach a bowl game, and yet here they are, one win away, hosting Houston. Meanwhile, Houston, Dana's seat, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty hot. Uh, four and eight in year one in the Big Twelve, with a loss to Rice in the non-conference. Probably not a great thing for Dana if he wants to stick around. And Tillman Fertitta and the other boosters, you could probably find the fifteen million to to remove him if they really want to. It would behoove Houston. To get this win in Orlando, so there's a there's some interesting storylines here. I absolutely think that there are. As of now, UCF is a 13 and a half point favorite at home. Total is at 61 and a half. Chris, you're up first, sir. What would you like? This is a pretty easy one to pick here. Uh, the line's only 13 and a half. I don't know why it's so low. Um, UCF smoked Oklahoma State by 42 points. 
Oklahoma State beat Houston by 13 points. Clearly, Houston has this by 65, right? Is that math right? Uh, 55. I, dude, I don't. I'm sitting in my childhood closet. <laughs> I don't. Don't ask me to do math. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, let's. Uh, um, I was gonna do over unders the whole show, but I can't do it. I can't. Because I keep wanting to go over. I don't know what I'm doing. All right, let's do it. Uh, we will 61 and a half. Uh, yeah, I don't see it. Let's, I'm going to go under. Wow. Yeah. I, this feels like, I don't know, like a 32 to 25 kind of game or something. I don't know. All right. Uh, I am up next. I mean, I look, should UCF cover a two, essentially a two touchdown spread? Probably. Um, but all the projections are right around there. Like SP Plus is 14 and a half. Room 44 is 12 and a half. Tissue is 13.7. Beta is, 17, is 18. FEI is 12.3. Like I just, like I, the metrics tell me this, the line is like dead on accurate. My gut tells me UCF covers this. But Chris, I think I might be riding with you. Because to me, for this to go over, could UCF put up 40 points in this game? Sure, absolutely. Um, that still requires Houston to put up a decent amount as well. Um, I think the under is the right side in this game. I just do. Uh, so far this season, that doesn't, it's what? Houston's 5-6 and six to the under, UCF 6-5 and five to the over, so it's about 50-50 here. I just don't think Houston's going to go on the road and score a bunch of points. Um, like you look back to OSU last week, they were at home and they did squat seven points after halftime. Seven of their points in the game were a pick six and two were from a safety. Like I just, I don't think Houston's offense is going to do a lot on the road at UCF this week. Um, I'm not that UCS defense is great. I just, I just don't think they are. I think this goes under. And at 61 and a half, I feel pretty comfortable with that. So I'm going to ride with you. We're both taking the under 61 and a half, sir. Nice. Daniel? Rap, I'm on an island, boys. Um, I saw that 61 and kind of thought, that thing feels live. And it hasn't been bet down either. That's, you know, that's that's the other clue sometimes I look at. Like, we opened there at 61 and a half. And it's sort of just still right there. You know, no one, no, no group, no one's come in and said, no, this number's wrong. Winds are under the eight mile an hour mark, which is sort of the benchmark, in my opinion. I don't know. Decent weather. Houston, they gave up 24 to Cincinnati two weeks ago. I mean, 43 to Oklahoma State, but, you know, they're a little bit of a better team. 41 to K State. Teams that have been able to run the ball or teams that can do work on the ground seem to be able to put up points on Houston. And UCF is really good at that in the second half, too, where. You know, obviously these overs end up getting busted. So I also think Houston will be able to hang. And you sort of said it, right? Can they get up into the 21? I mean, if Dana can't score 21 on UCF, then like, dude, that seat's on fire, right? It's like, let's let's go. Let's get out of here um, after the season he's had. So, look, if he's playing for his job, again, we don't know if he is or not. Maybe 
you know, he's so disheveled and sad and bummed looking all the time. It's like, maybe he knows it's over. <laughs> he's sitting at his desk this week, just drinking out of some, you know, mug that says, you know, number one dad or something. And he's just like, it's over. I know it's over. So if that's the case, then I'm not going to hit this. But if there's any life on this Houston team, this game's going to go over. So give it to me. 61. Somebody tweeted out, uh, was the picture of Dana with like his crazy hair? And then next to it was a picture of like a, a kid sucker that had fallen down on the ground and they picked it back up and just had like random hairs and trash attached to it. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's haggard. Dude, sometimes he, he looks rough sometimes, man. Corporate wants you to find the difference between these two photos. There's not the same photo. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Dana. Uh, like, I'll miss him because, God. He's just so good for quotes and, and things to talk about. But yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know if you're Houston, like how you look at this first year and go like, no, it's, it's going to get better. Like he's going to replace his staff and it's going to be a big turnaround. I'm like, I don't, doesn't feel like a staffing issue. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, if a decision's made, I have a feeling it'll happen quickly. Cause it's not like they have any reason to wait after Saturday. All right, let's move on down. We've got one game in the afternoon on Saturday to keep your attention. That is Oklahoma State, still ranked in the college football playoff poll at number 20. came out on, on Tuesday. Uh, they are hosting BYU, who is one win away from bowl eligibility. Still, I say still because they have lost now four in a row. So they were at one time. Five and two are now five and six, and a win or loss away from going to a bowl game. This game is at 2:30 on ABC in Stillwater. As of right now, the spread in this one. As I scroll to find it, because it updated and moved the page. Oklahoma State, woo, 17 point favorite. 17 and a half. That line's going up. Uh total is at 56 and a half. I believe I am up first here. Um, OSU's at home at senior day. There's a lot of players who, uh, this will be it. And Oklahoma State can get to Arlington. It's a, if Texas loses to Texas Tech, there's a bunch of weird tiebreaker scenarios and who the hell knows. But if Texas wins on Friday, and Oklahoma State will know before this game kicks off, if Texas wins on Friday, all Oklahoma State has to do is win on Saturday. And they will face Texas in Arlington for the Big 12 t- title. OSU saw it. has to win. Um, shout out to Ari Temkin. Um, OSU knows what's in front of them. They, they know what they have to do. I know that BYU had an incredible game plan. And OU, BYU outplayed Oklahoma in, in Provo last week. Flat out outplayed them. Go look at Parker's How Bad Did We Get Beat. BYU outplayed Oklahoma. If not for the, not for the three turnovers, like BYU wins that game. But that was at home with throwing everything they could at Oklahoma in their last home game the regular season. Now you're going on the road to Oklahoma State. BYU on the road has been bad this season. They have not been good this season at all. But OSU hasn't exactly blown a lot of teams out. Like, yeah, they, they ended up beating Houston by 13. Um, and they blew out Cincinnati. Cincinnati's bad. They blew out Cincinnati. But like West Virginia was a 14 point win. Like Kansas was it. 
They've OU by three, Kansas by seven, Kansas State by eight. Like it's not that OSU's just been like, oh, we're gonna blow everyone out. 17 points, even as bad as I think BYU actually is at this point in the season. And it's very much like I give you credit for last week. It's not going to change my mind about who you are at this point. Like I've I've already had it changed one direction. I can't go back. Like I still don't think like BYU is going to bring much of a challenge. But I don't know that OSU should be favored by set by three scores in a game. Like 17, 17 and a half. So I see one 16 and a half. So then I go look at the total. It's 56 and a half. I'm I'm very tempted here. Because totals for this game, projection-wise, all tell me to go under. Everybody. SP Plus is 56. Room 44 is 51.8. TSU is 51.8. Beta is 47.4. FEI is 35.7. Like, maybe OSU runs away with it. Maybe they put up so many points that, you know, they put up 51 points and BYU does just enough to make it over. Maybe Ollie goes and runs for 300 yards and three touchdowns. I'm like, and that, that is the concern here because I don't think BYU won't score. Like OSU's defense isn't good enough to say they're not going to score in this game. But I still think 56 and a half points is just too gosh darn many points. So I'm, I'm actually going to take the under 56 and a half. I think that's the biggest line I can find in, in this game. Unless somebody sees something else, Daniel. Mm, well, 56 and a half. Perfect. Right. All right. That's what I'm going to do. Under 56 and a half. I also just feel like unders have played well for Oklahoma State this year. They're five and six to the under, so not like super good, but I'm going to take it. Daniel? It's straight to the point here. I'm taking Oklahoma State. Um, I don't know if there's a minus 16 and a half out there. It looks pretty painted minus seven. Well, Circa's minus 16 and a half right now. That one counts. So, um, uh, and FanDuel uh, is two, so you get 16 and a half. I mean, look, the mean, last time – I mean, it's coming down? I, well, no, I mean, the rest of the world 17. Just, you know, th- those books are just like giving that little half point there. Um, last time BYU covered, I believe, on the road was back against Arkansas when they won straight up in that, like, super weird fluky game. Um, then if you go look at how they've done on the road this year, They've been horrible. Like they have been a, a completely different team on the road. Eleven points at TCU, getting blown out 44-11. Texas romped them thirty-five-six. Um, God, BYU should have covered that too. Actually, sorry, I still have pain from losing that one. Real money. Um, West Virginia thirty-seven-seven over BYU, and it's like, dude, they're rattled off what four losses in a row, and they got to roll into Oklahoma State now, who, you know. They got a little bit of something to play for, or they have – I mean, they're just a better team performing better right now. I just don't see why BYU is going to hang around at all or or why they would. 17 points – or excuse me, 16.5 Oklahoma State. Uh, to back you up, BYU is 1-4 and four against the spread as the away team this season so far. Uh, yeah, that, that, that only one being that just super Arkansas. fluky Arkansas win, yeah. And now we've learned that Arkansas is not very good, so. Yeah, I mean, hey – BYU, give them credit. They they did everything they could. The, that game went as about as well as they could have asked for against the Sooners. And they fell short. And now they have to go on the road and face an even better team. Uh, that's going to be tough for, for the Cougars there. Oh, Oklahoma State. Um, yeah, I, I think it's an advantage that they're going to get to see 
Texas already play. They're going to kind of know what's going on. Um, and, you know, listen, after the OU game, they, they clearly had a letdown. Uh, things went sideways uh, in Florida. And I think that shook their confidence. But a, you saw, unlike the Sooners, where it took them a couple games to, to figure their stuff back out and remember they know how to play football, uh, Oklahoma State needed a half against Houston last week. And, and the second half, they came out, got some scores, and, and they found that confidence. And they, what was it, like 24 points in seven minutes a game clock to, to flip that game? Unbelievable. Uh, Oklahoma State's going to win this. Uh, but I'm with you, Philip, because I don't – Oklahoma State's going to do all the heavy lifting here, right? BYU might – I mean, they're, they're probably 10 points, might get 14, something like that. Uh, just a couple of scores. So that means Oklahoma State's going to have to do all the rest of the work there. I'm going to go with the under. We agree. Very nice. One thing everyone can agree on is the incredible apparel you'll find at Charlie Hustle. Partners here on the 1012 Podcast and with the entire 1012 Network, a vintage-inspired clothing company based out of Kansas City that specializes in collegiate and hometown apparel. Charlie Hustle wants you to be the best-dressed fan this season, so be sure to check out their wide selection of officially licensed collegiate apparel today. Show off your school spirit all season long. They've got every... They have more than 30 schools, including all the Big 12 schools except Cincinnati. Also, they have Colorado available right now and incredible gear for all of them, especially... Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, who they've been doing the most with for the longest. They've got great stuff. They have really, really good stuff for OSU. They've got some fantastic stuff for Baylor. Sweaters and hoodies, you're going to love. They are so comfortable. And not to mention the varsity jackets are so stinking good. So go to charliehustle.com. Use the promo code 101215, T-E-N-1215. Use that promo code for 15% off all non-sale items at charliehustle.com. Go shop now. You don't want to wait till the last minute. Christmas is almost here. Find some incredible gear for your family and friends. Use that promo code 101215. Or if you happen to do when they're doing some special promotion during the week, some 24-hour only deal, just let them know the 1012 podcast and 1012 network sent you. We'd appreciate it. So go shop Charlie Hustle. Support the uh, companies that support us. Use that promo code 101215. Charlie Hustle, vintage made fresh. All right, we'll move on down the line. We've got three night games. We've got three night games in the Big 12 this week. Let's start with the first one of Cincinnati versus Kansas. Kansas going on the road for their final game of the season. They've locked up bowl eligibility. They're good. They're out of the Big 12 title game race. That's okay. They still want to keep winning. They still want to see how many wins they can get this season. Meanwhile, Cincinnati... And I look at Cincinnati. They're just, it's a sad year. It's a sad year. Yeah, they got their Big 12 win over Houston. <laughs> they haven't beaten an incumbent 10. This is their last shot. And they get Kansas at home. The Jayhawks in Cincinnati. Can Cincinnati pull off the miracle and in Scott Satterfield's first season on a high note? Big question for them. At the moment, Kansas. Is we're six and a half point favorite over Cincinnati total is it 58 and a half. Daniel, you're up first, or what would you like? This is a weird spot. Um, Kansas again, like, 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 like we talked about, they played really well last game. Um, this is just going to be hard to cap 
Cincinnati obviously had a terrible year. I mean, I think their win total was like five or something like that anyway to start the year. So it's like there's not like there was that many expectations. Um, Kansas played well last week. I don't know. They'd have to now go on the road and like win by seven or more. The tough part about the cap becomes does Cincinnati care? Does Cincinnati care at all? Or I just feel like this is either going to be like a 31 7 type Kansas win, or for no reason, this thing ends up being like the 30 27 Kansas win. And Cincinnati's hanging the whole game and they care and they're fighting. Because I think Kansas rolls, I'm going to fade myself a little bit here because this. Just seems like another fishy line, end of the year. Just seems like a tough spot asking Kansas to go on the road and cover seven to close it out. Cincinnati, don't screw me. Plus six and a half, can you give it to me? Yeah, we got plenty of six and a halfs. Uh, yeah, let's grab it. Let's grab so it. If you want, ooh, Cincinnati plus six and a half. It's that just, it's just so time. ugly. No, it, I mean, it doesn't make sense. I would like Kansas more if the line was bigger. So it's like just – Rat line. Chris? Yeah. Is Bean going to play? Uh, so? uh, I was just looking at that. I think it looks like he might play. One, one, the, the last uh, article I can find is Cam's from what? Word, this is Tuesday from oh, Monday. Yeah, yeah. He's, been, he's, he's been cleared to play. He's, he's cleared to play. Lipold well, expects both Bean and Ballard to be available. I mean, I would fully yeah. expect at this point Jason Bean will start at quarterback. Yeah. It changes things a little bit. Uh, Kansas is going to be like they're just a better team. And will Cincinnati care? Not really playing for anything other than to beat uh, an older Big 12 team. Incumbent uh, 10. Incumbent 10. Yeah, there you go. Uh, man, I'm looking at over under the 58 and a half. Kansas is pretty split. If the other team is competitive, that goes over almost every time. If that other team is not that competitive, it goes – they don't hit it. And even last week, they did not hit 58 and a half. They hit 58. Oh, this game could be a little bit sloppier. It's going to be a bit colder. Uh, Kansas, the you know, winning big doesn't really do them anything. They just want to get the, get the win. Cincinnati just wants to go home. Let me go with the under here. Well, let's see. I believe 58 and a half is going to be the best I can do. I'm shopping. I'm shopping. I'm shopping. Um, yeah, that's it, sir. So, uh, that'll work. 58 and a half. It is. I'm, I'm scared off the total in this one. Uh, projections have it as low as 54 and as high as 65. So I'm staying away. It's wild to me that this open is Kansas minus three has been bet up to Kansas minus six and a half. Like Kansas minus three, give me that all day. That's great. It's come up three and a half points in like in two days. Kansas on the road against a bad team off a very emotional loss where they were finally going to beat Kansas State in the Sunflower Showdown. And that game slipped away from them. They're probably going to know whether they're in or out of the big... Actually, I believe Kansas Flatout is out of the Big 12 title game race, but even with the tiebreakers. So they're out of that. At this point, it's just, let's just win one more. They've already had senior day. 
Jason Bean's back. Can we get to eight and four? Can we have an eight win regular season at Kansas? Like they're playing for pride and to not lose to a god awful Cincinnati team, right? That's it. Cincinnati, like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like they've quit this year. I don't, I don't feel like they have. They're home for the first time in two weeks. Like they've been at West Virginia, at Houston. Like they gave UCF a game the last time they were at home. They lost to Baylor close before that. They were, I don't know, I guess in it with Iowa State, if you want to say to some extent. Like they've been a far better team at home than on the road. But I just, I don't know how you take Cincinnati. Like I don't know how I don't take Kansas with Jason Bean back. Like I just I don't I don't see the motivation for Kansas, but for under a touchdown, Daniel, you and I will disagree this week. I'm gonna take Kansas to cover a spread that's less than a touchdown, even though it's on the road. Cincinnati's better at home. I just I think the under is probably the right side, but I feel more comfortable about saying, yeah, I get t- Kansas by less than a touchdown against one of the three worst teams in the Big Twelve. Take your pick between Baylor, Houston, and Cincinnati. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, uh, speaking of Baylor, they're hosting West Virginia this week. Baylor is, y'all, Baylor is historically bad this year, like historically bad. This is a god-awful Baylor team. They are not good. Fans are done. They're ready to move off of Dave Aranda. His seat, it feels hot, 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 hot. I mean, so hot. And they are playing at home in Waco, Six o'clock kickoff on FS1 as nine-point dogs to West Virginia. Totals at 55 and a half. Chris, you're up first, sir. What do you want? Yeah, man, Baylor. Remind me of the Baylor of old, you know, except for they probably have a couple more wins this season. So what do you do with it? I mean, there's actual frustration in Waco. Will the fans show up for this game, senior day? Uh, West Virginia on the road, man. I'm looking this over-under because I've made that a theme this week. 55 <laughs> and a half. Uh, you know, I think I've made one other over-under pick this whole season. So this is this is a deviation for sure. And I've gotten a lot of unders in a row. So now I'm going to go over. And that's the best reason I have. So I'm going to smoke you guys this week. I'm you got to trust, you gotta trust, you gotta trust the science, man. Trust the science. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I believe 55 and a half is the best I can get you. Um, so it's over 55 and a half. I think with the way that West Virginia's offense has been playing, that's not a bad pick. Um, I, if I've learned anything from my wife in March Madness, this is the way to go. Um, so dark. Another game with a big rise, because West Virginia opened as a six-point favorite. This has been better all the way up to West Virginia minus nine. 
Hey, so I'm like, well, you know, it's it's on the road. Baylor's at home. Baylor is 06 and 1 against the spread as a home team. 06 and 1. They're 2 and 2 against the spread as a road team. They've been better on the road than they have been at home. Which doesn't make a lick of sense. Not any sense whatsoever. Cuz like they 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 lost at home to Houston. Ugh. They won on the road at Cincinnati. They had the historic comeback on the road at UCF. Like, they have three wins. Their only home win is against Long Island back in week three, who's an FCS team. And that game was close until a lightning delay. And then Baylor came out of it and ran away. I'm using air quotes since podcasting is a visual medium for a 30 to 7 win. Like, I don't know that ba- uh, Dave Aranda has no idea what to do. He's got no idea. That's what the quotes tell me this. Like, I, they can call this and treat this in my mind like it's a big game. Like, Baylor has been blown out the last two weeks. And the week before that, the last time they played at home, they lost in overtime to Houston, who is bad. 06 and 1 against the spread at home. Just give me West Virginia. I got enough eight and a half. FanDuel's got an eight and a half. Uh, let's see. I know I saw a couple other ones. Let's see. Uh, MGM's got an eight and a half. Your favorite, Hard Rock. Hard Rock's got an eight and a half. So I know that, that one works for you. Uh, is, who's this? Who is it? Mirage has eight and a half. So I'm taking West Virginia minus eight and a half. I don't really love taking West Virginia as a favorite by this many points, but like everything says Baylor's terrible. They don't cover at home. You shouldn't pick them to do it this week. I'll take West Virginia. Daniel? I'm actually coming with you. Short and sweet here. Um, Baylor last two weeks has seemed a little bit broken. I mean, that performance against TCU. A little bit? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it, was, it, it, was, it was the game last week that was just like, this is bad. TCU has only looked like that one of the time this year, and I think that was that fluky game against BYU. I mean – no, not, I shouldn't say fluky against BYU, but, like, BYU was awful, awful in that game against TCU, and that's, like, the only comp to how they just treated Baylor last week. Like, it, that's not indicative of, like, the kind of team TCU is, is my point. Like, Baylor made them look amazing. Uh, the other part, too, as you mentioned, this line flew. It, it was hit right away when uh, opened under a touchdown. Uh, pretty much bet out right away to seven, seven and a half. Some group, I think, hit it again today at either, you know, a juiced up seven or seven and a half, push it out to the eight and a half, nine. Words out, I don't know. It, it, if Baylor magically shows up for the last game and we, and we lose our side, great. But I'm not buying it at all after how they've looked the last two weeks. So give me that West Virginia eight and a half. Love it. All right, last Big 12 game we're picking is, honestly, it's the best Big 12 game of the weekend. And I don't, it's not even close. It is Farmageddon. It is the rivalry that should be official. Thanks, Jamie Pollard, for making sure it doesn't happen every year moving forward. Kansas State, 8-3, and three, not out of the Big 12 title game race. Tiebreakers, folks, tiebreaker folks, welcoming Iowa State to Manhattan for a 7 o'clock game on Fox, primetime on the big network. Kansas State currently a 10-point favorite total is at 46-and-a-half. Uh, I am up first here. Um, look. I can't believe I'm going to say this in a game that involves Kansas State and Iowa State. This total is too low. It's too low. 
Kansas State's offense has been fantastic. Iowa State's offense is going to be able to do enough against Kansas State's defense. Um, their linebacking core is, I mean, it has been just brutalized this season. Like it is beat up, battered, banged up, and crazy. Um, I think this total is just too low. And so I'm taking the over. Right now, 46 and a half is what looks like the best I can do. I am hopping around. If anyone wants to hop in and be like, no, Philip, there's a 46 somewhere, then I'll take it. Um, all right, let's see. I got to switch. This website separates totals from, let's see. All right, 40. No, actually, the total is starting to go up a little bit. Uh, I think 46 and a half is the best I can do. I'll take 46 and a half over. Daniel. I love this is actually one of my favorite spots this week to bet. I'm going to have some real money down on the Iowa State Cyclones at plus 10. Um, just, you know, so many angles that I like. Sometimes, you know, I, I talk about them on here. Spread differential dog where, you know, you have a big enough uh, spread and a low enough total. Visiting conference dogs with low over under. That's one. Uh, and then wonderful here, Matt Campbell, the hunter. We haven't been able to talk about it too much, but he does well as a dog. Matt Campbell as a dog off a loss in conference games, 12 and five. And this season he's one and oh, and I love betting him as a conference dog off of a loss. So uh, give me the Cyclones plus 10. I love this spot. They're going to keep it within the number. We're going to have a great game. Um, you know, 27, 20, 31, 24, something like that. Let's cash it. Love it. Chris? Yeah, I could see this being a, a closer game than we think. Farmageddon, it's always uh, it's always a good one. And, and yes, it's super disappointing. This is not a protected rivalry. Because, I mean, the name Farmageddon is just awesome. So, hmm. it's a fun game. And, and yeah, I, I don't think Kansas State is going to breeze through it. It's going to be tough. And and Philip, I think I'm with you because both sides are going to get some points in this one. And that's a pretty low total for uh, both sides kind of racking up a, a few scores. So I'm going to take uh, the over. I like it. All right. We wrap this show up the way we do every single week with a pick. From outside of the Big 12, y'all can pick any game you want that is obviously not a Big 12 hit game since we've already picked all of those. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, one, two, three, one. Daniel, you're up first, sir. What would you like? All right, we're going to heat check this again. We hit the UTEP heat check. We're going to keep rolling here. Oh, this is such an ugly pick. Um, Tulsa, plus three against East Carolina. There's a spot that pops up. Couple times a year. This year it's two zero and one. We are fading. We are fading home teams coming off a game where they scored zero points. Home team favorites off zero points. 45, 23, and three, hitting 66% of the time against the spread. ECU was shut out last week against Navy. Now they come home and they are favorites against Tulsa. Give me that Tulsa plus three all day long. Let's go. Heat check. I, I, I'm I'm nine feet behind the three-point line right now I'm trying to shoot this thing. Let's you, catch you, it. You're from the logo, sir. Like, all right. All right. If this is a this is a full court heave, is what this is, but I love it. I love to see it. Uh and it'll it'll sink right in. Chris. Yeah, my heat check right now is right under the basket. 
I I gotta build it up. All right. So you know what? Let's just go to what works or you know was working before last week. Uh, Coastal Carolina. I think they they're playing someone decent. I don't know. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Jamie. Uh, yeah. James Madison, man, I, and Coastal Carolina both coming off of losses, uh, tough weeks for them. I like both to kind of come back and and play for the division here. Uh, James Madison ten and one, Coastal Carolina seven four. Man, I think th- this one's going to be a good one, and I'm surprised the total is as low as it is. I'm just going to keep it with that thing because the total I think is around fifty. Is that what I'm seeing? Fifty and a half. Yeah, fifty and a half. I mean that's. It feels like a low total for this game. I think both teams get into the 20s here. Uh, give me the over. All right. I've talked about this principle many times before on this season. But an unranked favorite versus a ranked dog. Uh, at this point, it is – let's see what's it. Because I talked about it last week with Clemson, North Carolina, right? And then Clemson got the win and the cover, and it worked. It worked. Here, here's, here's the problem. <laughs> that I have. Um, there's two of them this week, which should make me go, yes. But I hate both. I absolutely hate both of these. So I'm going to tell you both. I'm going to tell you which one I'm actually going to take. The first one involves North Carolina again. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. North Carolina is going on the road to NC State. NC State is still ranked. They're number 22 in the country. North Carolina is now unranked. They're a two-and-a-half-point Road favorite at NC State. You think that one's gross? Let me tell you about the other one. <laughs> Unranked Nebraska is currently a two point favorite at home versus number 17 Iowa. <laughs> I said I was going to keep taking Iowa to unders, right? Do you know what the total is for Iowa and Nebraska this week? 24 points. It's sitting at 26 right now, right? It 26, is 26. 26 huh? It's 26. Wow. Do you know that – who is this? Westgate's hanging at 25 and a half. That's <laughs> yeah, so gross. That is God, sad. that is just – Daniel, do you have data on when totals are like – historically kind of low or high like that when they're maybe not the lowest ever, the highest ever, but just extreme. Uh, do they typically hit or do they typically miss? Um, recent history, they actually hit quite a bit. Like when you get really low college totals, we'll say like sub 34, I think, you know, yeah. sub 33. Yeah. Uh, when I say recently, it's like, you know, I, I don't know what was happening in the 70s and 80s. The, and pro- the problem with that is I would want you to take out all the service academy games from that stat and tell me <laughs> because like that, like that they're well, always I mean, okay. You, you go pull them out and you're basically just left with like a, a lot of Iowa and yeah. then, uh, uh, and then a handful of Rutgers. And then like maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe like a, a one San Diego state a year uh, when Rocky long was there for a decade. Like, you know, they might've had like a 34 or something like that. Um, so there's really not a lot, right. You go pull them out and you know, you know, we just don't have a lot of numbers. I mean, it's all Iowa sort of in the last few years, and a lot of those have gone under. I mean, I think just blind betting Iowa under this year is like nine and two or something. Or yeah, no, it's it's yeah. very profitable this year. Yeah, and they've so, won, it's gone six in a row, six unders in a row, and they've had yeah. like 
historic under. Now there's a historic under. Now they've set a new historic for a low total. Now they've set a new, I'm pretty sure this week's going to be like a new, I, I forget the one they had a couple weeks ago was like 24 and it still went under. So like a part of me is like, no, just ride with the 26 and a half because there's some 26 and a half. Take the under. The principle, so the principle is, oh, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I would prefer the home unranked favorite versus the rank, uh, versus the ranked dog versus the road unranked favorite versus the ranked dog. So I'm going to do it. Oh, God, I can't let to do it. I'm going to take Nebraska minus two. Unless someone can find me something lower than two. Wow. <laughs> I, I, at this point, I have to do it just because it's so funny. And the principle just keeps working. And so unless somebody can find me something lower than that, uh, and I'll, I'll take it if you can, but let's see what are, what this Fred's out here. I've got twos. Nebraska minus two. Nebraska mm-hmm. minus two. Taking Nebraska minus two versus Iowa. Take uh, a I, heads I, up. You've been waiting. Wanted someone to take a heads up game all year. Just take a heads up. I. No, I mean, oh man, straight up. But it's not. That's that's a that's not a plus because they're the favorite. So I'll oh, take Nebraska true. minus yeah. two versus Iowa. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm gonna do this. This is this is some sicko stuff. This is more disgusting than taking an under 26 and a half. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, which seems like a perfect note to end this particular episode on. You guys have been awesome. It's been a fun regular season. Like we said, two more picks episodes left. Uh, do us a favor. Don't forget to shop charliehustle.com. Use that promo code 101215. Follow us on Twitter, 1012 Network. The Gram, 1012 Pod. Uh, YouTube, we are there. We have the 1012 Network Patreon. You can find the link in the show notes. Please sign up. Help us out. Uh, it really is there to support the podcasts, the network, the, all the different shows. Check out all the different shows, the network, 1012network.com. Uh, follow Daniel on Twitter at DannerB7. Uh, Chris is not on Twitter, uh, but if you uh, enjoy, don't say Frisbee, say Discus. Uh, let us know. We'll put you in touch. He's putting some cool stuff together. We'll be back on Monday to recap the final week of the regular season. Preview the Big 12 championship game matchup, and uh, and a whole lot more on Monday. We'll talk to you all then. Sports Social Podcast Network.